All right, hello everyone. You're listening to a very special Area 506 episode, episode of the Strange Groups podcast. Um, who are sitting, we? Who are we sitting with, Trace? We're sitting with Brett from the Glorious Suns. Are Hi. you excited? I'm, I'm pretty excited. <laughs> I'm trying not to freak out. I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. You're freaking out. Frog's freaking out. Freaking out. Yeah. I'm like, be cool. Be cool. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for letting us hang out oh, here. Oh, of course. Glamorous trailer. Of course. So, so have you guys? Uh, is this your first time playing in St. John? Yep. Yeah. 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 You, you played in Moncton though. Before, Moncton yeah. and Fredericton, and then other places out east here. Right. But yeah. we're all the last stops. Save the best for last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 How many? Is this a smaller? No, we're actually bigger. That we're bigger than Fredericton. Okay. And Moncton just beat us recently yeah. for being the biggest city hmm. in New Brunswick. People call us like so a little much. Halifax. Yeah, like, I like a detox Halifax. <laughs> detox Halifax. <laughs> yeah, less <laughs> pizza though. Less pizza. I like the looks of the city. It's nice. It's yeah. very it's beautiful. Come a lot. Come yeah. along a lot. Last night. Yeah. I think a lot of like people like our age have kind of said like, hey, there's things that we need here like better cafes and better music venues yeah. and like restaurants and things and we don't want to live here and have to move away if you don't bring it. So build it yeah. and they will come and it, and it seems, yeah, no, it seems it's like this festival. We're on year three yeah. and last year we had, you know, lots of different budgets for Canada 150 and this year it's all about people have to like live music and take a chance because most of the time they've never been able to see like they would never be able to see glorious sons at harbor station like that stuff like that doesn't really happen here maybe like a theater show but usually we're traveling four or five hours out of the city to go to a show and sometimes more like 10 12 hours to go to montreal or go to portland or boston to actually see some of the bands you want to see so i'm really really like thrilled that you guys decided to play area 506 i know we were like when we were doing the program we were like can we get glorious sons do you think we can i'm super anxious i was at a wedding in nova scotia last night and i'm like when i found out you guys were playing i'm like she was on the ferry today from digby to get here and i was like if i miss the glorious sons and if they're i'm like damn it (laughs) i'm glad yes i'm glad i made it um, so Where is Digby? Digby is, um, it's kind of at the tip of Nova Scotia, so it's okay. like about a two and a half hour ferry ride from here to there. Wow. Yeah. There's a lot of fish. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fishing town? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, Lots of boats cool. and stuff like that. Very maritimes. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you guys have had a pretty busy summer. You guys have been kind of touring all over the place. I guess, can you tell us a little bit about what you Well, you know what? We actually just got off of a like three week break, which was fantastic because it was, because it was our first real break since February. Um, I mean, after Christmas we toured the states a few times, toured Australia, toured Europe, uh, toured. I don't know that we toured Canada, but we played a bunch of shows in Canada. Um, and I mean, it's just been kind of a pretty. <clears throat> kind of we've we've gotten a lot of momentum since we released our last album and we've just kind of been trying to hang on for our lives right <laughs> well it happens so um it was nice to get that break i did some fi- fishing back home uh freshwater fishing right um and you know hung out with my friends and relaxed and rented a cottage awesome. and now it's kind of time to get back and uh do what we were put on this earth to do. You guys had recently played a really big show. You guys opened up for the Rolling Stones, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was a big deal. I guess, can you tell, I was just really curious about kind of how that came about, because I noticed you guys just posted this really, like, vague text message on yeah. Instagram, and I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, it was, <laughs> what? It was like, did you go? <laughs> Rolling fucking Stones, call me now, or something like that. And I was just like, what's going on? Oh, my God. <laughs> well, that morning, uh, 
I was in bed and my manager kept calling me and I was like didn't want to talk to him that day because I mean we're pretty good friends and we can talk for hours and hours and be just as confused by the end of the conversation as we were at the start of it I mean it's a ridiculous friendship um I was like I don't want to talk about music today um and uh then I got this message the rolling fucking stones and I looked at it and I was like I wonder what that could mean and I called him and he was uh, pretty excited <laughs> to say the least I think he opened the conversation with who's your man or who's the best or something like that and who's your daddy that's what daddy says to us yeah and I I got it and I told I think my mom called after that because he'd already called my brother and I mean it was a big thing everybody was really excited um my mom was probably the most excited my mom and my brother Jay who's in the band um but then we got there and uh it was fast and it was amazing and it was great I mean 60,000 people is a lot of people and you don't really realize how many people that is until you're sitting out on a stage and you can't even make out like a body line from right. where you're playing so that was pretty incredible um but it happened so fast we were on a plane home the next morning uh i probably like the most gratifying part of it was i was walking around like you know the equivalent of a well just a tourist area in marseille afterward eating ice cream just walking around and people were stopping me and telling us how good of a show we did in marseille okay. So that was like a very nice, you know, moment. And me trying to like speak uh, broken fake French to them that I actually don't really know how to speak at all. And, <laughs> and them trying to understand me. It was just a nice little thing. But, I mean, it was it was pretty cool. I can't complain. It's truly an honor and an experience that most people don't get to have. But we don't feel different, you know. Right, the, yeah. Nothing changes. I mean, it's... I'd like to open for them again. You know, whoever I open, whoever we open for, we want to kick their asses, and we want to like, we want to play better than them. We want to right. steal all their fans, and we want to, and we want to, you know, we want to be friendly with them, and maybe you know learn something from them. But I mean, it's just another small step in a very large journey we plan on taking. Right. Are you a Rolling Stones fan? Yeah. 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 So that must have been pretty crazy. Like, yeah. Going up here. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, that Trying part. Trying to updo Mick Jagger. Well, you have to try. Yeah, exactly. Like, you can't just. You gotta I mean, yeah. Effort, right? I looked at him backstage because we met them for like 60 seconds. Oh. And I looked at him and thought to myself, how the fuck is this guy going to do what I just did? <laughs> and then he went out there and he did it. And he was probably better than me that night. Right. He was incredible. Yeah. Right. It was. It's amazing to see, you know. And I mean, everybody when they're talking about the Stones now, like, always kind of has to preface everything with for their age. But I mean, no, no. it's still an amazing yeah. show. Like, everything they've, the the actual care that that band puts into the show, and I mean, I'm I'm guilty of it right now. But Mick Jagger's voice still sounds incredible. And I mean, I guarantee you, at fucking seven years of age, I'm gonna be screwed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, not even close to sounding yeah. like that. Right. Did that 
show change the trajectory of how you tour or maybe some some of the opportunities that are coming in through the door now um i don't know i don't i don't really think so in all honesty i mean i think that we probably have a lot more fans in Marseille than we would have had. Yeah. Um, but I don't see it changing. Like, again, I'm kind of in the band, so I don't see all that other shit that goes on that the managers and agents and everybody deals with. So I could be wrong, but I don't see it changing much more than, uh, you know, a good single or, um, you know, a good tour with... Um, I'm kind of a mid to, mid to very popular band in the U.S., you know, would, would do for us. I mean, I think one show is, it's just, it's not enough, really. If you're touring with the Stones and you're playing, you know, seven or eight shows around the world with them, I feel like that might change yeah. things. But, I mean, one kind of isolated show on the Mediterranean Sea... <laughs> It's beautiful, but it's not. I don't think it's gonna change our lives. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's, good. It's, it's good to be like conscientious of it, but I feel like you guys would still be choosy enough to know what to say yes to and what not to. Yeah. You know, you seem very humble about everything you do. That's something I've noticed just kind of secondhand listening to Sharice talk about it. Yeah. And when she mentioned about playing the Rolling Stone show, I, I was like, that's pretty rad. But it didn't like again. It wasn't like holy fuck we just played this show it was very like yep this is what we did and we did a great performance and we'd be here to do again if asked and I I haven't really met a lot of like newer like great rock bands that have that demeanor about them I have trouble with everybody like being so happy and excited and uh, I don't know it kind of seems a little uh, put on nowadays because with social media and stuff like that you always have to be so excited and so happy and you know i'm so happy to meet you uh I, this sounds terrible but i'm they're always reaching out to fans and being like oh my god you're such an amazing person i love you well i don't really know who the fuck you are i mean like I, if we meet meet and i and i love you then i mean maybe i would talk about you at some point but there's so much of that on social media now where you have to be this um positive uh, force of a human being that I don't really think makes sense with what our character character and personalities are actually wired like I don't think it really makes that much sense I think that's exactly why we started our little podcast is that that's it was just something that we could kind of do and not really pussyfoot around and we could just do it and then as it's sort of been growing it's now a little bit of a beast but now we're getting to just be humble with people and talk to people and make new friendships and connect to others I think our our favorite thing about coming to the shows now is seeing all the the young kids now that are going to be outside on the red path that can't get in that are going to be watching your show because they listen to you all the time on 88.9 but they're like the 13 14 15 16 year olds and they're all going to be camped out at at Fort Latour having a fire tonight yeah yeah yeah, and like there, you if you were to go like just like in back of the stage and watch, you're probably gonna notice just like a horde of like young teenagers really? watching you guys. Yeah. Really? yeah, and I mean we we try to. That's kind of what a lot of our content is. It's there so that we 
can reach out to like really young people who are going to like all ages shows like when you're in high school and you're listening to that music no matter how old you seem to get you always come back to that stuff you used to listen to yeah. so now it's mostly trying to get younger kids in the door writing for us and doing podcasts and if you know like I knew like Brock really likes you guys right and he never asked he just does everything he possibly can for the community so I yeah. thought well come back like if we could you know he's a great dude so I, I always I appreciate when people are, are dope and humble and I, I yeah. I'm really glad we got to meet you well, and I'm I, I was excited you. to watch you play yeah. but I'm I always so like excited. to connect first yeah, yeah. yeah. That's you really know cool. what I mean changes the whole experience I never got to connect with Stevie Nicks and I still like her that's just as much She's but still, that's next that's next in November November we'll see Stevie We'll see really? Stevie. Yeah, in Toronto. Really? Cool. Yeah, yeah. That's one of those like 10, 15 hour journeys, but it's worth it. It's worth Can it. Try to set up an interview. Is there any chance? That's, that's, that would be a hope, yes. That would be a hope. That would be a hope. Oh, you're mad though. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Brett, thank you so thank much. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey. We'd love to.